Welcome back to JV to the Pros. I'm Jack Vecchio with my partner, Corey Ramsey, who apparently has some sort of surprise for us this week. I do, but I have to say I'm here with Paco, Last Man Standing, and Robin with a Y in the nest. Producer extraordinaire. you got to come up with something different. Than I like that, that she's man. a producer extraordinaire. Oh <laughs> it's the only, like person, it's yes. the only person broadcasting with that title. All right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All we'll right. We'll get shirts made and foam fingers. We'll get shirts stuff. made for her. <laughs> all right. So we need some help here. So you know what? I have a very special guest here, and this is someone who's been a contributor to a sh- to the show, a contributor in the sense that he's been behind the scenes and sort of has said to me, you know, Corey, you should really do a podcast. He and I have talked about it for a long time. So now, and I've known, his name is David Russell, and I've known David for a very long time. We were at Rutgers together, been through thick and thin as friends, you know, all over the place. You know, we were on the East Coast together. You know, he's been out here to California. He's been in Arizona. He's been all over the place. So he's been, he works, he's been an IT consultant, I think, for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so. David can correct me on that. He's worked all over the world doing, doing things. He is an avid sports fan, just like me. Now, Wait a second, what's his team? Hold on. Well, now he'll, when I have him on, he'll tell you his team, but I can tell you he loves California. So he is a Laker fan. He is a 49er fan. I do know that. Oh, he's having a good year. Yeah, so he's having a he's having yeah. a good year with all with yeah, all both that. teams with a total of what four losses. <laughs> yes. Also, David is a husband and he is a father, and I will tell you, his son, look out for his son. His son is phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal. He's a soccer player, a ball player. Now his son is almost my height, and he's only thirteen. I think. Wow. Twelve and David is what, or six thirteen. Two, six four, something yeah. So like David. That? So David's a big guy, but his son. So the kid's not done growing. Athletic. Yeah. yeah. So I want the shoes, and I've told David before, I want some shoes, and I want some autographs from, from Brandon. <laughs> Are we talking prospect I've been there, here? Yes, because I've been there from the start. So. So he wants to be a professional soccer player. Oh, I think I think Brandon can do a whole lot. I've seen all the videos, and I watch this young man, and he's got some serious skills. He has right? got leaps too. Yeah. Oh he's my goodness. He's got some serious really? skills. Yes. yes. So, so he's got a highlight reel, huh? He's got a highlight and he, reel. He's, what, 12 or 13? 12 or 13. David will tell us exactly. Wow. So David, Can we bring him on? Yeah. yeah, so without any further ado. Paco, click him in. David Russell. Thank you. Can everyone hear me? Loud and clear. Thank Loud and clear, you. David. Welcome, David. Thank you, boss lady. That's, the, that's Robin with the nickname, boss lady. You know, so yeah. She is our foundation. There's no doubt about that. Go ahead, yeah, David. I've known Corey for a long time. Like I said, we go back to the '80s. You know, like I said, you know, you guys make the jokes about, you know, about a hundred, maybe fifty pounds ago. You know, like I said, Jack always makes the jokes about his weight. So yeah, about fifty pounds ago. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we talked about all this stuff. You know, years and years and years. So it's beautiful to see the stuff comes come to fruition. You know, in terms of my kids, yeah, I gotta watch that. Like I said, my son, he's twelve. He can. He can grab the rim now. I sent you a couple of bits and grab the rim, so he'll probably dunk 
next six months. I, I, he, he's beating me out of house home. He's up to size 14 shoe now. Good Whoa! Wow. That's bigger Whoa. than twice my shoe. Do they do they sell him the shoes or just give him the boxes and let him walk out? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They still sell them up to, um, the foot market sells them up to uh, 19. So I checked it out. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, you know, Dave, sometime I would like to have Brandon on. Learn a little bit about soccer, because that's a, a sport that I have to admit that I, I just I only follow maybe every four years, you know. Every, pretty much every, like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. The, the World yeah, Cup. Like yeah, the World Cup. Until, yeah. So. yeah, and it's crazy popular too. So and getting more and more. It's popular the most today, popular so. sport in the world. People yeah. in America think it's the NFL. It's not. It's soccer. Jack, you told me you're a Jets fan, correct? Correct. Long-suffering oh. Jets fan. Okay, long suffering. Did you know a guy named Sean Green? Or remember a guy named Sean Green? Yeah, former Jet. He's former Jet, a running back. Yeah, yeah, okay. One time the Jets beat the Patriots, and I actually knew somebody who uh, was involved in it. And like I said, you know, I remember the call, just a little personal story, you know. I, I was teasing Brett, you know, teasing uh, Corey, you know, that he lost to a kid, you know, from my, from my neighborhood, you mm -hmm. know. And then this, this section was like P section house. This goes back like, you know, 40, 50 years. Where Corey and I grew up was actually the neighborhoods are rivals of each other. Football, baseball, basketball, whatever you want to call it, you know, rivals of each other. So, yeah, you know, I, you know, when it comes to the Patriots, I'm usually pretty defensive or protective when it comes to Corey because, you know, well, you know, we grew up in the Northeast, so people hate the Patriots, you know, so I just like to zing them. He has a football of that game. He got the game ball and it's written, you know, the score. I was in New York when that happened, and it had just been like a six-foot snowstorm. And when the Jets won the final tick, and the Jets eliminated the Patriots from the playoffs, people ran out of their houses randomly into the street with no direction, just screaming. <laughs> That's great. File this under... Your team sucks. So what's on your mind, pop culture? You mentioned that. So what do you got? Yeah, come on. Hit us, hit us broadside. Yeah, I mean, hit us with something. The one, yeah, the one thing I've noticed on, when I watch a lot of TV, I'll give you an example. Uh, like a lot of Old Spice commercials. They had this one Old Spice commercial that dude is carrying another dude like they get married. And I'm like, well, what's, what's wrong with guys nowadays? I mean, everybody should be sensitive. And, you know, you can't say the same thing that we grew up hearing. 30 years ago, but it just seems like guys aren't the same anymore, and, you know, um, and it seems like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, you know, the women have to be the lead in, like, the household, like, they have to, like, tell, it's not, it's not even the group thing, it's the men are, like, like, you know, just, you know, just like idiots. Women nowadays want to be that person, and... I personally am a very traditional woman, but it kind of irks me sometimes when women do speak down on men. You see it a lot in commercials where the woman is oh, yeah. like the, oh, I'm the smart one, and the guy is the doofy, like, <laughs> Now that it's become more acceptable for women to stand up for themselves and speak up for themselves and, and not take guff for men, because let's face it, you know, in the 70s, Edith, get me a beer. <laughs> now women will be, go get your own beer. When Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in that famous tennis match in the Battle of the Sexes, at that time in America, in order for a woman to have a credit card, she needed the permission of her husband. And if she wasn't married, she wasn't afforded a credit card. The pendulum swings too wide in this country. It's yes. like you're either, you're either a second-class citizen or now you're saying, you know, you know, someone had sex with you when they didn't. Mm -hmm. Or... Or you have to almost ask permission to go to Vegas. I, would, I wouldn't even know what it'd be like to date somebody 
um, in terms of like going out in terms of protocol. I mean, do you open the door for them? Do um, I still open the door for my wife and open for the wife and all the women in my you know family? But I've seen men, you know, the women will open the door for them and they go through it. It's kind of like, you know, what's yeah. wrong with you? And, and 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 because I live in the northeast, you know, it's still a pedestrian area. Like I still see men, they let women face traffic. A lot of women don't want chivalry anymore. I have witnessed men hold a door for a woman and the woman scoff at them and give them a look and I can open it myself. Courtesy. Courtesy. It's not, it's not flirtation. So David, <laughs> what do you think is the solution? What do we need to do to get the pendulum, as you say, more to the middle? I mean, raise your young boys to be, you know, um, men. And what I mean by that is, you know, learn to be protective of women. Learn to be respectful of women. I think a lot of times in pop culture, you know, you hear the B word and, you know, you know, so much the W word and so much of this rap stuff, you know, um, that, that contributes to it. Also, the other thing too, I see, like, boys want to be androgynous. Like, they, their pants are a little too tight for me. I know that might sound like the old guy. Oh, the skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to look back on that and be embarrassed. Yeah. That, that and the, and the uh, ass crack thing showing. It's sagging. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. Well, I thought sagging was something that, that started in prison. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. It is. But yeah, everybody wants to be gangster. Every rapper wants to pretend to be a pimp. Every rapper wants to be a, act that, like they got their girl under their thumb and she's the bitch and this and that. And, and kids are growing up thinking, okay, that's great. They're rich, they're powerful, and they treat women like garbage. So that's along with what David was saying is that we've got to raise our, our men, our, our young men better. And- and we, to be we gotta men. do a yes. better job. To be exactly. actual men, to be yes. honorable, respectful men. Yes. And bring chivalry back. And I gotta assume you're doing that with your son, David. Oh yeah. Uh, ever since he could talk, he has always said Mr. Ramsey. Really? Yes. Ever since he could talk. Good for you, David. That's the way it should be. <laughs> you know, if you could figure out a way to bottle that, there's a lot of parents that probably could use that formula. So David, so I you know, and I'm all for balance. You know this with me. So what can women do? To help out the situation. Because so many people are not together with the child's father. Um, they could also try their very best to respect that man. Because when you disrespect him, that it leads to a cycle of like, you don't know who you are. You don't, you don't understand that man's role. That's point. the other piece of this. You don't know how to be a man if there's no man around. Lack of a father figure. You can be raised by too many women and take on their gestures, take on their fluctuations, um, and you don't know how to be a man if you don't have a man around. Well, the most important parent to a child is the same-sex parent. That is the parent that will influence that child the most. Yeah, it's true. A daughter growing up will look at mom, and if mom is being battered... The kid will grow up thinking, okay, that's what my future holds. If they, if it's a boy and they see dad abusing mom, they're going to think, okay, that's my blueprint. And it's very difficult to break point. up that, that, that template. So what you're saying, Jack, it's the sins of the father or rather lack thereof. Well, I think it's the ignorance of, of the fact that you're making a human being. You're basically building, it's not a Frankenstein, you're putting together the qualities. Well, you're uh, continuing your own genetic code. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and you have to break... Any bad cycles. You have an obligation as a parent that any any bad parts need to go. 
You need to like if it's if it's like a gallon of bad water, you have to purify it so it's pure water. That's so the good kid analogy. gets the kid gets the best drinking water possible from you. Jack took a smart pill today. Yes. <laughs> or, or David just brought it out of him. Right. Thank you, David. You're my new best friend. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, no, something just happened here. We had a moment. <laughs> no, but you're 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 right about this, uh, David. You know, and certainly what we see on TV, I know you and I have talked about this. But I've been disgusted for a long time with what I see. Mm-hmm. You know, the idiot man with the woman who has to clean up his messes. Yes. And I'm like, Literal what? and physical. And what message <laughs> does that send to our youth? So you know something else I know that we wanted to discuss is the Miles Garrett situation. And I'm sure David can chime in on this as well. Um, you know. Biggest, guys- biggest suspension ever in the NFL. It's like basically indefinite. I mean, you know, you can't rip a helmet off somebody and then and then start pounding their head. With that was a, with that it. was pretty. You know? nasty. And he's been very apologetic. He has been the Felicity Huffman of this situation. He's first one in apologizing, first one in owning it. But he recognized the magnitude of what he had done, especially with the fact that the Browns came forward right away. I've, I've never seen the NFL move so quickly on, on violence as this guy Garrett. And you got these guys, you know, long all who were either, you know, maybe in and out of the lineup with all the legal maneuvering. They're still in the lineup. They, they beat the wife and the girlfriend, or they still resign. But, you know, what about someone like Greg Hardy? Yeah, Greg you know, Hardy. Who beat the crap out of his girlfriend. I mean, I mean, really beat her down. Had all the, she had all the marks on her, threw her down on the couch with all the guns and all that kind of stuff. And that guy was allowed to play. And then what about, who was the other guy that uh, beat up his girlfriend and then beat the little boy and then talked to his, the, the girl, the mother, on the phone and you should that be was, scared of me? Yep, that was and Tyree, now he's playing. Tyreek Hill. He, it was Tyreek Hill. Who's yeah. now, fucking ridiculous. Who's completely glorified and he's the fastest man in, in right. football. But you know what? He's a great player, so let's right. make sure he gets back and on the damn field. The, you know, Ugh. this comes down to a little bit of money. I mean, I'm going to say that sarcastically. It comes down to a lot of money because he puts asses in seats. But the, but here's the other thing, and David, tell me if you agree with this or not. I've been saying this for about three or four years, that I think the violence, the aggression, the animalistic behavior that goes on, the way these guys have to get up for a game, the way they have to go to war on Sunday in order to fight another man on the field, I think all of this is about to come to a head, and I honestly believe that rugby... And soccer are actually going to eclipse football in the very near future. By the year 25, 2025 or 2027, I can see the NFL being less and less interesting, especially when, when you, look at, um, you look at schools around the country where parents are not letting their kids play football. They're telling their kids, hey, you can go to watch the games, but let somebody else's head get beaten in. I, I used to say that. Because I have a son in soccer. I think soccer and rugby are so expensive in these sports. Like, like I'll, get, I'll just give you an example. To play soccer is typically around anywhere from two grand to five grand. To play, to play American football is $500. Parents are becoming genuinely concerned about the long-term effects of, of I, I the... Mean, I agree. I yeah, I because do, because football registration is down across the country. It's down. They're having trouble getting. They're having trouble getting kids to play high school football when they can simply be smart and get a scholarship. They don't have to get a scholarship on a football I, I, team. I agree. I, I mean, I think that I think I, I've read the same numbers. I agree. It, it's slowly dripping, but I'm but I'm thinking 
for me, I think it'll make, for lack of anything, the NFL blacker. Because so, you, you are siphoning off the more of the middle class white kid who could have played football, who would have been a John Elway or or or, or uh, and a Luck type player. It's like I'm going to play rugby. I'm going to play soccer now. But if you're like you know 250, 260 pounds, and you're living in Camden, Brooklyn, or the Bronx, and you, and you can scrape up four or five hundred dollars a year to play a sport. Yeah, but but David, David, it's becoming that gladiator mentality where if you want to get out of the ghetto, if you want to get out of your surroundings, if you want to get out of you know economic instability, your chance is to just lay it out on the line. If you blow out a knee along the way, you've given it your best shot. All right, but it's yeah. it's always been that way. That's sort of I, gladiator yeah, I was about mentality. to say. I mean, I mean even the, with boxing, you know, it's been there. Now you have MMA. So look, this is. So basically, basically, David agrees with everything I say. Uh, not a chance in <laughs> Hades that he does. Right now, David's like, oh, hell no. So we're going to have to oh, leave it yeah, there. David's like, what did I do? I love these discussions that, you know, that just run and we could just talk and talk and talk for hours. But unfortunately, we can't. Time is money for you guys. Well, David, yeah. will you come back? Can we have you back again? Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. All right, All right David, you know. we got we got some sponsors. We gotta we gotta do some sure. obligations thank too, you. and we're gonna we're yeah, gonna so. cut you off, but we're gonna have you back. Have a great night. Thank well, you too. You as well, David. David. Nice talking to Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Give a little shout out to our sponsors, business, company, or and we'll be back in about under two a legal minutes. attack from a disgruntled former or current employee. It often happens where an employee decides to go for a money grab, hoping the business will just settle to make it go away. Well, this is wrong, and Paul Sorrentino of the firm Jackson Lewis knows this is wrong, and he consistently puts a stop to this method of extortion of businesses. Paul Sorrentino fights for you and protects you from sending out a message that you're an easy target. Paul Sorrentino is considered to be one of the five best attorneys in all of California. Many believe he might be the greatest labor attorney in the country. He represents individuals who may be getting taken advantage of by unscrupulous employers, as well as representing small businesses that might be wrongfully under fire. Paul Sorrentino of Jackson Lewis is the premier attorney when it comes to labor law. He represents several corporations that depend on his expertise in class action suits in which the corporation is being targeted. There have been times when opposing counsel has walked into court realize they have to face Paul Sorrentino and immediately move to dismiss instead of letting the judge see that they're going to get shredded by Paul Sorrentino. Having Paul Sorrentino as your attorney is like having a legal superhero on your side. For any of your legal labor issues, call Paul Sorrentino of Jackson Lewis at 619-573-4900 and rest easy knowing Paul Sorrentino will take the best care of you. Call Jackson Lewis at 619-573-4900 and ask for the legal superhero, Paul Sorrentino. Tell him JV to the pros recommended you make that call. And welcome back to JV to the pros. And we're going to kind of change gears right now. Corey, what's our next topic? Science and technology. Okay. Take it away, Paco, last man standing. Last man standing. Thank you, Corey. And as always, the truth is what, gentlemen? Alien. Okay, so today's topic, this goes on CNN. So it is, the NASA women who inspired Hidden Figures will get Congressional Gold Medals. Now, for those of you not in the know, uh, Hidden Figures was a film that came out a few years ago, and it chronicled the story of the NASA computers. So they were a group of uh, of young African-American women who were responsible for all the calculations for space for the space program. So before we had computers, and basically you just had to punch in a few numbers, and that's it, we literally had 
warehouses full of people just doing all the math and all doing, you know, 24 hours a day. And this right. was extremely important because if you're off by just a fraction or something, you, you're not going to get home. Right. These were mathematical geniuses that were kind of hidden in the shadows, no pun intended, because they did not want the face of this project to be a black face, to be honest with you. Sad they, didn't want, they didn't want to sit there and, and walk these women up forward in front of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and say, these, are the, these women are the reason these guys were able to land on the moon. The, the American government did not want that. They wanted the Wheaties face that's on the box, and they wanted this bright white guy who's going to be looking like he did it and he drove the car there himself. Thing They were not going to give a lot of credit to women, and they certainly weren't going to give any credit to a black woman at this point, because frankly, we were two ticks of the clock away from 1965 Alabama. Well, well they were in Alabama. Right, I know, but they weren't, they weren't going to sit there and say, okay, we're going to give the bulk of the credit to the people that actually did this. These women were glad to have jobs, but they had a gift. The, these awards are 49 and a half years late. Are any of them still alive? I yeah. think a few of them yeah. are in the, uh, yes. Yeah, there were three of them. There were three main ones, and they were actually, they actually were wheeled up. One of them was like 100. Uh, I think the American government was actually, frankly, waiting that they would die, and they would be, they would be recognized. Posthumously. Posthumously, yes. So they just finally said, okay, you know what, they're still alive? Right. But I, the reason I wanted to introduce this article is because the Civil Rights Movement was going in tandem with the space program. Yes. And actually, if you do your history, there was a lot of opposition. The other thing that was paralleling at this time when we land on the moon, we've got the Vietnam War, which the, the American government is, is notoriously sending as many young black men to the front as possible to get killed. And, and the black population behind who are losing their kids and are just furious at the fact that this is the system. And these women were set aside. They were really set aside. I think the American government just figured they would outlast them. And then when Hollywood got a hold of it, you almost get... Now, that movie came out in 2016. And, and it's taken, even now, it's taken three or four years for somebody to say, you know what, we need to honor them. We wouldn't have been on the moon without them. Well, I mean, at least we can say that they got it right. Corey, what do we have going on next? There's a certain person that I know that has landed a lead role in a controversial film. Now, I'm sworn to secrecy. But who could that be? <laughs> Let's see. Is but it someone what? at this table? That's I the only person here with a SAG card. I think it is someone <laughs> exactly. here at this table. So, okay, Jack. We, well, I'll tell you what. I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll just, we, we're not, we're not at, at liberty to really discuss the details of this role. But I've got to tell you, this is a far stretch from anything I've ever done. Okay. And I have been warned by the director that when we get done we get done doing this film, there's going to be people that are not going to recognize that this is acting. That's how extreme a character this is going to be. Wow. But we will invite the listeners Jack to Recchio's come watch Jack first it. pornographic movie. <laughs> right <out there>. All <laughs> right. Yeah, Forrest Hump Part 2. Oh, yes. So, I love you, Jenna. Cinderella. So when can we expect to see, or when are you going to start filming? Um, we start in January. I'm actually doing two films in January, which is the other thing. It, one of the films is a far cry from this, and I'm going to be doing them almost simultaneously. Are We're you doing, filming in San Diego? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but I am gonna, I am gonna work around. I'm gonna talk so to Marie. Able to shoot this. I'm gonna make sure Marie's on on standby. She'll be on deck. The let's NFL. go on to sports. How about that? Yeah, let's let's dabble in the dun, NFL dun, dun, now. Dun, dun, how, did we, how did we do last week? Uh, so last week, I gained ground. You didn't. You stayed the same. By not losing ground. 
There you go. I like that. That's a positive outlook. So you held your ground. You, each of you got nine correct. Ah, I got in eight. a tough week, too. I though. got eight correct. And so now the on the year is 47 Corey and 34 Jack. Yes. Look yes. at this. 13 yeah. behind. I'm catching Still. up. <laughs> yeah. Still. This is good. This is like a Patriots-Jets game. <laughs> 47 to 34. Oh, that game. All right, okay, so what do we so, have going on this week? So we have got Colts at the Texans. I'm going with the Texans. Really? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm going to stay with Frank Wright and what he's doing with the Colts. I'm going to stay with the Colts. All right. And you know what? I'm not quite sure who I'm going to pick. Robin, you've got to make a decision. I think I'm going to go with the Texans. She just likes you more. (laughs) Well, they are married. I'm kind of sweet on him. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Just don't go out of town, Robin. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Next we've got Dolphins at Browns. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. You're joking. I'm I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. Because all of a sudden, the Dolphins look like they'd like to win a few games. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. But I think the Browns, I think the talent, I think the Browns, I, I got to stay with the Browns on that. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Cody. Yawn. Yeah. It's the nice. Browns. It's not going to be the game of the week. I've got okay. the Browns also. Yeah. It's not gonna okay. Be Lions at Redskins. Stafford's not playing. But the Lions don't go as Stafford goes. No, for some don't. reason, for some reason, like, and, and Matt, Matt Patricia is a defensive expert. Yet their defense is the worst in yeah. football. I don't understand what's going on there. So the Lions go as their offensive line goes. And if they can protect the quarterback, whoever that quarterback is, the Lions can do well. I'm going to go with the Lions. I you go Lions next, already. he goes last. You picked the Lions already? I did, yeah. But even I'm, before he picked uh, the Lions. I'm going with the Lions. Okay. Here we go. Here is the game of the week. Uh-oh. Raiders at Jets. <laughs> Actually, wait a second. Now that that uh, Raiders at Jets. Now the Raiders don't travel to the East very well. No, they don't. I mean, I, I know that sounds like a weird thing, no, but no, they no. don't travel well East. I don't know why. This is a sneaky. Yeah, uh, this, tough is, game this is for this the Raiders, is this is. But I'm still is, picking the Raiders. There. Put okay, I, I'm Raiders. gonna take the Jets at home. Not picking the Jets. All right, Giants at the Bears. The Bears. Oh my gosh. Are they gonna get me again? You're sweet on those Bears. You know what? I, I, I realize the problem is Trubisky. I've been saying And to that tell you the truth, the I would have cut him after last week. I just would have cut him. You can't I would cut him like, yet. I'd be like, you know, we'll just put him away. Can't cut him yet. The end of him. This is number two pick overall. Here's what I do. I'm going to I'm gonna go against Then the, you got to fire the entire regime if you do that. I'm going to take the Bears. Because remember, they moved up. They I'm passed gonna, on Mahomes. They I'm passed on Watson. Mahomey. Got to get it in there. Yeah, yeah, he's got his insurance with his car and Mahomes. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys you guys both need to get something different than Mahomes. I love that, that commercial. commercial. That is worn out now. All right, so no, I'm going I'm I'm to go with the Bears because they are sitting Trubisky. Okay. Cotty. They're going with Chase Daniels? Yes. I'm going. Are you kidding? I'm going with the offensive coordinator. They put him under center. Those Bears and Giants. <laughs> I just said all this, and now I'm actually going to be forced to pick the Bears because I don't trust the Giants. I don't trust the Giants. Exactly why I'm picking the Bears. And I chose. And the with Bears. Trubisky out of the mix, I think yeah. the Bears are. I think the Bears are underperforming like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they should have six or seven wins easy at this they, point, and they're struggling. They yeah, but I'll tell you what, Trubisky, I might take him for the. And and they're the, they're basically the same team that that missed in the playoffs last year and they could have gone all the way to the Super Bowl. I don't understand what has gone wrong so badly. 
So anyway, Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears. You going with the Bears? Yeah. It's and going to be what holds New England back. If New England doesn't win the uh, Super Bowl this year, it's going to be because of the quarterback. Okay. Ooh. No, no, that, that's, that's a true statement. Because the rest of the team seems to be firing fine. Brady seems to be just a little off sync. Moving along. Oh, sorry. You've got to add some commentary to this. He gives us that look. Go All right. It. Come on. Panthers at Saints. Oh. Oh, let's see about McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> week oh, three. Christian McCaffrey week be the MVP. <laughs> so who leads the league in rushing right now? I do. Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Okay. Enough said. See, those are, see, follow me, people, if you really want knowledgeable Wait football picks now, 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 and not just throwing darts at a Who's the, uh, you who's know, the MVP? So at this point, the, lead, the, game, the season ends right now. Who's the MVP? Russell Wilson, without a doubt. See, and without I think it's Lamar Jackson. Okay. And or so. or for the first time, I think they might they could be co MVPs because I think here's the thing I think Lamar Jackson's doing a lot with a lot. I think Russell Wilson's doing a lot with not as much, mm-hmm. which might edge him out. It okay. might make him the MVP. I think the MVP right. is Mahomey. No, I don't think it's Mahomey. It's Mahomey. <laughs> I just had to get I it just in there. Just wanted to again. say it again. <laughs> All right. All right. So who? All right. Who, what's the next one? Panthers at Saints. Saints. At Saints, yeah, Saints. Yeah, we'll go with the Saints. Yeah. And I chose Saints. Saints are Before not y'all. around. They're not messing around anymore. All right, next we've got Buccaneers at Falcons. Oh, wait, wait, the Buccaneers and their defense. <laughs> I believe I never them. said their defense was good. <laughs> their defense sucks. I said they can score, which they can. Yeah, but Jameis Winston, oh, he is absolutely. He's a turnover machine. Yeah, he's got you his last few games. His last few games are going to be in Tampa. Yeah. And I don't see anybody picking him up. I don't see Arizona getting him as a backup. Jesus I don't see. I think Jameis Winston's career may be if over. If I'm New England, I'm taking him, and I'm putting him there Jameis to Winston. work with Josh McDaniels and see what I can see what I can do. With and I've been impressed with the Falcons the last few weeks. I'm going to go with the Falcons as well. And I chose the Falcons also. Okay. Broncos at Bills. This is going to be a good game, I think. Broncos at Bills. See now, I think the Bills. I think the Bills are. are Bills will roll. I, I think the Bills at home. Bills will roll. Even though the weather's the same for the Broncos, I think the Bills. I think the Bills may crush them. Yeah, they're going to you know? roll on this. Because the Bills are I looking. Agree. The Bills are looking for a wild card spot now, and they're and they're real hungry. And that town yeah. has got nothing else going on. Right and now. they're home. Yeah, so and they're and they're what? They're Mahomes. <laughs> well, they have a shot at. They have a shot at the division. <laughs> Who's Mahomes? They have a shot at the division. The Bills are, right? Yes. Yeah. If I'm the Bills, I'm still thinking I can catch New England. And I'm thinking, we're Mahomes. Because if they lose, uh, if the Pats He's lose, well, we'll get to that. Me. I am. I am. He's uh, getting Robin angry. And I are I'm, sorry, I'm not even annoyed. Robin I, I'm, and I are to feel I, we're, Because we're, he, I'm six and he's seven. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Next we've got Steelers at Bengals. Uh, wait a second. Now, hang on a second. They have no wins. They, the are, are you thinking the Bengals the are going 0 for the season? Yes, they're tanking. You think they're going yes. 0 for the season? Yes, they could still win tanking. a game, and no, this is th- this th- you know this is their rival. They've benched Dalton, and I don't know who the hell they have. I think you're playing quarterback for them <laughs> this time. Around. I got a good so, arm. Don't, don't sell okay, me short. So there we go. <laughs> don't don't let the Jets so shirt I'm, fool I'm, you. All right, so you're going for Steelers? Yes. Okay. Jack? I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. I'm going for the Bengals. Jaguars at Titans. Oh, now there's that might be the game of the week. 
that could be the game of the week. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying because it's it's a great challenge. Two teams you can't I'm say, trust. I'm saying exactly. Right. I'm saying that they may just turn around and swat like like almost like the NBA All Star game. <laughs> you know, they're just gonna go score, score. So score, score. which mediocre team will suck the least? Uh-huh. I will go with the Titans in a squeaker. In a squeaker. Packers at 49ers. There's the game of the week. In all seriousness, that's yeah, the, that's, that's the, the Super Bowl of, of the week. That's the game of the week. Yeah. Um, Actually, boy. there's another good game coming up. No, too. I think this is a this is an NFC Championship game. Oh, okay. I think this could be the NFC Championship game, don't you? Packers at Niners, and you would be rooting for the Packers because you don't want any of the Niners. I'm not even sure New England's going to get there, so I don't know. I don't think it matters. Wow. The way Brady's playing, I yeah. don't think it matters. Yeah, I, so, I didn't want to really rub it in you, but no, it, no, it doesn't. I, I don't, but it's okay it, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I can live with no, it. No, I mean, it just seems like the game is caught up to him. He just yeah. seems to have been ahead of the curve, right. and now it's caught right. up to him. Um, from what I've seen. So anyway, to make the pick, or you guys want me to go first? Uh, do you want? Do you want to go first? You want me to I'll go first. To you. No, Robin goes last. <laughs> uh, you take this one. Okay, um, I am gonna go with. Um, is that the Niners? At Niners. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Niners. <laughs> I'm, you know why? Because I think it's a coin flip, and I'm just going to take the home team. Okay. Cut no, it. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going <laughs> to go with the Packers because I don't trust Garoppolo. You know, wow. Jimmy G. I don't wow. trust him. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going with the Niners. Okay. I, w- I picked the Niners, God, too. I would take him on the Patriots. Oh, right Robin now. went with me on that one, huh? Look at this. No, Jack yeah, went with me because I picked. Because that's my homie. <laughs> okay. A quarterback who would throw down the field, though, and doesn't pout, I would take him on the Patriots in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. Cowboys at the Patriots. Hmm. I chose the Patriots. At the Patriots. She already gave up her pick. This okay, is really, this, yeah, uh, this, this is really a tough one. This actually, this is a tough game to pick. The way the Patriots looked last week, Cowboys must look like they got blood in the water. You know, like I'm wondering they if the Cowboys maybe can't go in there and and just kind of run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And that pass rush for the Cowboys is fierce. Marcus they got, they got, Lawrence. They got fifteen hundred pounds of guys on yes. the line that are mean and nasty. But and they probably it. have, along with New England. Uh, the best set of linebackers um, with uh, Leighton Vanderosh and uh, Jalen Smith. So I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it again. Oh. Some people are going to say that I'm not a fan, but I'm actually picking the Cowboys. The boys. Okay. Really? I'm actually picking the Cowboys in this. Jack. Yeah. You know what? I I... I... Geez, I was thinking about the Cowboys, and I'm thinking this is the kind of game that could be a coin flip, and I'm going to yeah. go with the Patriots because they're at home and because I, I stand to gain a game on you on it. So I'm going to take the Patriots at home because here's the thing. When the Patriots have a game like they had, Belichick makes corrections. You Belichick can, makes corrections. Okay, but here's the thing. The quarterback can make or break the coach. That's really what it comes down to. Right. Their defense will be there. Yeah. Now, I mean, we haven't talked about this, but, I mean, I was going to talk to you about the fact that, that backup quarterbacks have become priceless this year like I've never seen before. You look at Teddy Bridgewater, who's getting paid more than five starting quarterbacks as being the backup, and then he goes in as the backup for Breeze, and he goes 5-0, and oh, and I'm thinking, worth every penny. Good investment. But there's a whole bunch of backup quarterbacks that have stepped in this year and have done very well. They've gotten a chance to prove themselves, and they've embraced it. Because there's was such crazy... Injuries, injuries at the beginning of the season. Odd, yeah. odd injuries, I think, from either miss or overtraining. 
because you know athletes should not be you know that close to the edge of the you know your toes shouldn't be right on the edge of the cliff like that. But yeah, there's been some odd injuries. I mean, and, look, you know, I mean, look, I'll be pleasantly surprised if New England wins. So I'm, you know, the fan in me is really rooting for New England, but just my well, head. What, what did we say when we came in today? I said you root with your heart. Yes, but you bet with your brain. Right. Right. So I'm all I'm the take evidence the that I have tells me that New England can't score. They struggle to get 17 points. Well, as you were, but as you were talking, I'm thinking, you know what, Belichick, his reputation, his style is that he corrects when there's a problem like this. Defensively, not offensively. Well, People uh, can't give him credit for offense. I don't think this is going to be a blowout either way. I don't think anybody's running away from anybody Same. in this game. So I think this is a game of chess. I'm taking the Patriots. Okay. So I and I chose the Patriots also. Um, the next game. Seahawks at the Eagles. This is going to be a fantastic game, I think. At the Eagles. So yes. Seahawks coming east. Okay. Wow. Um, Russell Wilson will pull it out. I'm a believer. Wow. You know what? I'm, I'm, take, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. I'm taking the Eagles in this game, and I'm taking the Eagles because I think they felt like they should have beaten the Patriots. And um, I, think, I think Russell Wilson and the boys coming east, um, I think it throws off their internal clock. Unless they land on Thursday – they think it throws off their clock. They land on Friday night. I think these guys are not going to be adjusted. So I, I just, I, I think, I think the Eagles pull this off. I, I'm not. I, I got to also say that I'm not as impressed with their quarterback as I have been with Foles. Never been a fan of Wentz. Okay, but I'm not as impressed. Yeah. I think I think they made a mistake I'm in not you. keeping Foles yes. and getting rid of Wentz. I thought that that would have been the move. I agree. Let somebody else have Wentz and keep Foles. Foles is a gem. I mean, you know, people the the headline was Foles gold. Yeah, I don't had, think so at all. Magic. I mean, I don't think he's yeah. Foles gold at all. I think he was the he was the deal. He was the deal. You know, and and Jacksonville got him hurt because they didn't protect him. But, you know, if he had stayed in Philadelphia, they would have protected him to death. All right. Monday Night Football is, no, Ravens at Rams. Ravens at Rams. That's a lot of R's. Uh, You know what? Those Ravens, right now, best team in the AFC. Yeah, I think so. I agree with you, yeah. Lamar Jackson. I mean, yeah, but he's, but you know what? He's he's playing like a 22-year-old, and he's playing fearless. And it's not going to take much for somebody to clip him the wrong way. No, he'll come back to earth at some point. But I'll tell you, it's a Somebody's hell of a ride. It's a hell of a ride right now. And so until I see different, until maybe they meet New England in the playoffs, I think they're rolling. Oh, you think okay. New England will make the playoffs? Yeah, New England is going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Jack, who are you going for? I, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to, I'm going to say in this game, I'm going to say over under. I'm going to take 48 total points. 48. 48 total. Okay. Yeah, because no. I can see this thing being, I can see this 28-20 game. Yeah, and I don't trust golf. Okay, so you're going to take the Ravens. What do you think the over-under, what's your, what's your total points? I took 48. 54. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. 54. I thought 28-20 was a lot of scoring. No, wow, you may think it's going to go yeah. past that. Okay. okay. All right, so we've got them locked in. So the yes, Chargers aren't playing? <laughs> they must have a bye. Chargers have a bye, and they might as well have taken a bye. I Full think they bye. stayed in Mexico. Last so then I'm picking. So then I'm picking uh, the bye. <laughs> <laughs> in that game. Carson City Chargers. 
<laughs> well, that's another installment of JV to the Pros, and thank you very much for listening. You could also find us on Facebook at JV to the Pros, as well as Instagram, JV to the Pros. Corey, let's recognize the real heroes on this show. The real heroes, Paco, last man standing. That's Ayo. it. Technical genius. Robin with a Y. Producer extraordinaire. And our guest, David Russell. David Russell. Yes. Yes. Well done, young man. David Russell did a great job, yes. yes. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Deuces.